You're listening to the Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. chatting with Neely and Chloe Birch, the sister duo behind the handbag and accessory brand Neely and Chloe. We're going to talk about how they started with a retail pop-up, what it's like working with family, and how they're redefining what luxury is. All right, so I have Neely and Chloe here with me, um, and let's just start from the beginning. So tell me a little bit about you guys when you were growing up. What were your personalities like? What hobby and interests did you have? Um, What were you guys like as kids? I think probably pretty similar to what we're like now. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're, we're sisters. Um, and Neely is, uh, this is Chloe speaking. Um, Neely is okay. one year older than me. Um, and so uh, we grew up outside of Philadelphia. Um, and uh, at the time we were one of three kids. We're now one of five. Um, okay. But um, our personalities are always um you know, um, I'm a little bit more at first, a little bit more introverted, uh, nearly a little bit uh-huh. more extroverted. Um, but I think we have a, 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 you know, we're really close as, as friends as well as sisters. So we have an interesting dynamic and really work well off of one another. That's awesome. And did you guys have any like hobbies that you liked doing growing up or were you guys kind of always creative or always into fashion? Um, I would say that it's funny. We, the other day, since we've been home in this quarantine, my mom made us go through all of our old, um, you know, things that she's saved and everything from going up. So old uh, yearbooks and things like that. And I found a few things that said I wanted to be a handbag designer when I grew up, which I didn't really remember writing about. (laughs) So I think always a little bit creative. I did always love arts and crafts, even though I'm not a very good Uh artist. Um, but I think, uh, Neely was a little, you know, I feel like you didn't have the fashion. No, I was a little bit more of a tomboy. I think climbing trees and, um, being outside. Uh, but I think always a bit of a bossy kid. Um, (laughs) and, um, so I, you know, I think that's, uh, for better or for worse kind of stuck through, um, the years, but I think that, um, but yeah, I mean, we've always been we've always been very close, and and I think sort of the dynamic that's developed between the two of us um, as business partners is really reminiscent of our relationship growing up and as kids. That's awesome. That sounds like so great having each other growing up. Um, so, where did you two study um, when you went to college, and what did you end up studying? Was it anything related to fashion? No, actually. Um, we we both um, went to went to Washington and Lee University, which is down in Virginia, okay. um, which is a, um, a liberal arts college, um, relatively small, actually very small. Um, and uh-huh. uh, we loved it, but um, we didn't go to school for fashion or anything like that. Um, we wanted to just get, you know, a great baseline education with reading and writing and yeah. get honed in on all of those skills. So um, I was um, an American history major, and Neely was an art history major. 
Very cool. All right. Um, so then I guess, what was your first job after college? And was there anything that you guys learned from, you know, your first job that you use today in your business? Yeah. So I think that, um, so I, you know, during, um, even though I did, we went to a liberal arts school, I, um, I always kind of knew I wanted to end up in fashion. So I, um, applied for a job at J crew in their merchandising department. Um, during my senior year and started there right after I graduated. So I was there for um, a little over a year um, before Neely okay. kind of convinced me to leave and, and jump ship and start um, Neely and Chloe with her. But um, Neely had a little bit of a different. Yeah, I was an art history major. Um, so I think, you know, okay. there's a lot of adjacencies there. I think that, you know, we grew up in a house where we talked a lot about art and fashion and style and aesthetic. And, um, we, uh, you know, for me at first that manifested as a love of art and I spent, I was an art history major, which I really loved. And then I actually went to work at Sotheby's in New York city after graduating. Um, and I was there for, um, about a year before I jumped ship and I launched a small mobile retail concept. So we got an Airstream trailer. I'm not sure if you're familiar with those. Um, yeah, I remember event. this, like back in the day yeah. from following you guys on social media. Yeah. <laughs> and so we got a camper, we retrofitted it into a boutique, and we um, executed pop-ups up and down the East Coast. Um, we were buying wholesale selling retail, and then finally convinced Chloe to come over and join me as my business partner, and we launched our own line. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. It's funny because a lot of people that I've interviewed, and I feel like a good amount of designers, they actually do have that art background, actually, and then later that yeah. leads into a career in fashion. Um, so what was the inspiration then for these pop-ups? Like you just decided one day. It really that... was driven a lot by um, our experience at Washington and Lee. Um, I'm not sure how familiar okay. you are with it, but it's a pretty rural school. Um, and so it's, okay. you know, there were all these young women that were shopping online and the, you know, the, the delivery guy um, was, showing up, you know, two times a day because he has so many packages from ShopBop. And I think for <laughs> us, um, we we felt like shopping is, is very experiential and that we wanted the opportunity mm -hmm. to bring that to um, everybody. And so we, you know, created this kind of shopping mobile that would allow you to kind of engage with your friends and be social and try on the shoes before you buy them. Um, and so that's really what drove it. And um, it was great. I mean, it was great. We learned a ton. I think basically what it became, I mean, there were a lot of challenges with that came along <laughs> with it. Um, but really what it became was an intensive year on market research of market research. Okay. So t were you visiting college campuses then? Um, yeah, we did a lot of college you campuses. Yeah, we okay. did a lot of college campuses and then a lot of um, um, uh, like suburban and r more like rural areas. Okay. And so then I guess, what was the inspiration for Neely and Chloe, your brand then? And what was the, the switch from buying wholesale and then selling retail versus, yeah. you know, creating so, your I mean, own I brand? Think, I think what happened was we got, you know, it felt like we got um, – we were, we were buying wholesale selling retail and it felt like we had a group of women that was actually a little earlier than our, our customer, a little older than our customer base when we were doing the Airstream. But we felt okay. like, um, it really wasn't, 
the, the product we were looking for and the product women were looking for really wasn't out there. Um, and so we would have women Got coming it. in all the time and we, you know, we had t- beautiful tote bags that cost $500 or $600. And then we had stuff that was more of a fast fashion approach that, you know, was $60 here or whatever, but we didn't feel like anything of the quality and the sophistication level we were looking for, we could find in the market. Um, and at the price point we wanted that sort of intersection of price and quality. Um, we felt like there was Got a group it. of women sort of mid to late mid twenties through mid to late thirties that were sort of graduating from the fast fashion and the cheaper things or the, um, Mm -hmm. you know, mass produced over consumed guys of the world, but weren't quite ready to graduate into those, you know, high three figure, low four figure bags. Um, and we felt like there was an opportunity to create something that felt special and tailored and, and really created just for them. I love that. And so when you were originally um, having your pop-ups, were you just strictly selling handbags then or were you kind of selling um, all sorts of accessories and clothing? Um, it's, it was handbags and accessories. So shoes, jewelry. Okay. So then what was the decision then to design handbags? I know you have shoes now, but did they come? It was, like it was predominantly shoes. It was predominantly shoes and handbags. And we actually launched with shoes and handbags for Neely and Chloe as well. Got it. Okay. Awesome. Um, so how would you describe your brand to someone who's never heard of it? Um, I would say that we're, um, you know, a high end luxury brand that is affordable and attainable, um, for our consumer. We're, you know, really trying to create a high quality product at an attainable price point and offer, um, a range of price points to our customer. Um, so everything retails from $48 to $348. Um, so a really big mm-hmm. range. Um, so we can, um, you know, our, each consumer can um, get a little bit of Neely and Chloe, whether it's a small little tassel or it's a weekender bag. Um, but really wanted to create, some, you know, really high quality product that, um, you know, is durable and will last a lifetime. That's great. No, I have a few of your bags and I love them. Um, And so what do you think then makes your brand so special and makes it stand out um, against competitors? Like me personally with your bags, when I have them, I think the quality and like the material that you guys use is so different um, and it's so great. That's what I would say, but I don't know. What would you guys say really? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the biggest things obviously is quality and we knew that you could Mm -hmm. only come out of the gate once. Um, So we, we felt like it was, you know, so important to come out with the best quality that we possibly could have at, the, at our price point. Um, so qual- I would say quality. Um, I would say that on the inside of the bags, um, you know, that's where we put all of our logos. So I think a lot of brands still, um, you know, have logos on the outside of the bag and a huge piece of our brand is customization. And we wanted the customer to feel like it was more about them than it was about us. So making our bags really clean and classic. Um, being able to either, you know, put your logo or your initials or your name on the bag or on the inside of the bag and really make it more about about you than it was about us. Um, And then I think the last piece of it is, um, you know, naming the brand after the two of us. Um, We looked around Mm -hmm. at a ton of contemporary brands and so many of them, um, you know, made amazing products, but we, there was no story behind it and there was no face to it. And um, you can ask either one of us, but we have no interest in being in the spotlight, but we did feel as though 
we were our consumer and we were making it for ourselves because we couldn't find it out there. And putting a mm-hmm. name and a face to it was really important um, so we could connect with our customer and have them feel like they, you know, were just like them trying to figure it all out, make it work. And they're just passionate about making a high quality, respected brand. I love that. I mean, I love that you said that the designs you really wanted to um, reflect the consumer, not necessarily you guys. So you put the logo on the inside and you let them customize the outside. I think that's so different and unique. Um, And I, I do love the point about you guys, you know, naming the business after yourself and you guys are the face because I was just talking about this with my web designer yesterday, how I hate when I go onto website and I'm like, I don't know who this company was founded by. Like, I don't know the story behind this business. And it feels like there's a disconnect then, which you guys, I think, did such a good job then with that. And that was so smart. Thank you. Um, okay. So on your website, there's a quote and it says luxury is not, um, is not a price or a logo. So can you explain this a little bit more and how you guys are redefining luxury in a world of fast fashion? Yeah, I mean, I, well, for sure. I think that um, luxury is not necessarily, what we believe is that it's not really defined by how much you pay for something or mm-hmm. who makes it. It's really defined by how it makes you feel. Um, so if, you, if you're carrying a bag or you're wearing a dress or you're, um, you know, getting a haircut, whatever it may be that makes you feel good and makes you feel better and, and you know, proud of, you know, every, who you are. Um, I think that, that to us is really what defines luxury and a feeling that is special and, um, can really elevate your day to day. And so for us, it's not, you know, we don't want you to pay a premium because we have a big brand name and we don't want you to pay a premium because it's supposedly, you know, because of where it comes from or, or who made it. Um, we, we want to offer you the best price we possibly can for you to feel as, as fabulous and amazing as you can. That's so great. I love that. Um, all right. So how did you get the word out for Neely and Chloe and grow the brand? Um, it was pretty organic. I mean, we started with our user base that we developed over the year and a half, um, with the Airstream and really launched Mm -hmm. there. And then, relied pretty heavily on word of mouth. We didn't do any real digital advertising for our first year or so. We we launched the business with a pop-up shop um, in New York City, which was great. Um, so we did a, we had a little store on Bleecker Street in the West Village. And then oh, we, um, yeah, it was really fun. And then we, did a, we do a lot of trunk shows and we still do. And that's huge for customer acquisition for us. I think giving customers the opportunity to see the product in person and touch it and feel it mm-hmm. is such an amazing chance to like really redefine what a, $200 handbag looks like for people. Um, and so we sell oh, online certainly. as well as, yeah. So um, trunk shows are amazing. We do them everywhere from people's homes to stores and boutiques. Okay. Um, and we launched the company. It was actually a direct-to-consumer business. So we were really only selling through our own channels. Um, and then about a year, a ha- year and a half ago, we started wholesaling. Um, and Chloe really manages okay. our wholesale business, but it's mostly better specialty stores and boutiques. So we partnered up with um, you know, small boutiques that share our values um, and are enthusiastic about the product and the story and sharing that with their customers. Um, and that's been an amazing growth channel for us as well. That's wonderful. So have you guys um, done any shows like Coterie or um, America's Martin Atlanta, or has this just been kind of organic getting these boutiques then? 
we do we're, we have a we we do the show in Atlanta, Dallas, and New York. Okay. Okay, wonderful. Now, would you yeah. guys ever open your own store again? I know you started kind of with a pop-up shop. So is that something down the line you could see yourself doing is having a Neely and I Chloe think, store somewhere? Yeah, you guys will have to keep an eye out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fun. Okay. Um, so you've had some really great collaborations. Um, I know you work with Inslee to do some of your planners. Um, and then you've worked with some influencers for shoots and such. Can you tell us about these a little bit more and just collaboration in general and why you think that's important for your brand? Yeah, I think, um, you know, first of all, small businesses working together, there's there's truly no downside. Um, you know, you're mm-hmm. cross-pollinating your customer base, you're getting some of their customers, they're getting some of yours, and there's honestly no um, reason not to do it. And I think that um, Inslee was our first and has continued to be our strongest. Um, I think we have very okay. similar consumers and, um, and I think that she, you know, she has a really loyal customer base and we've been lucky enough to, um, gain some of her customers and hopefully she's gained some of ours, but, um, you know, we've worked, um, with her for the past, I think we've done four seasons now of mm-hmm. the day planner and we'll wow. hopefully continue to do it. And she now unpaints on a lot of our product, which has been a huge success. Um, so I think, you know, any way small businesses can, can work together, um, to help grow each other's, um, consumer base or help grow sales or any other way is, is really important. So we have some fun collaborations, um, coming up in the next year or so. So, um, definitely keep an eye out for those and, um, there'll be a variety of things, but, um, we're really excited about it. Yay, that sounds great. Um, so what have been some of your greatest successes or what maybe was that moment where things really picked up for you and you're like, okay, we've got this? Um, there's been a lot of successes. <laughs> I think that, you know, I don't think there's been... I, I think mean, those moments are very cyclical. I think yeah. it's it's a, it's an ever-moving target. And so it's... Yeah wow, this is very exciting today. And then, you know, two months later that how will, how will we know when we've made it goal is redefined. Um, so we've definitely had moments like that, that are highs. And, um, we always say we work really hard to make sure we celebrate sort of all the victories, big and small, because there are definitely periods where it feels like there aren't. Um, but so (laughs) I think, you know, opening a store in New York city was sort of a pinch yourself moment for us. Um, Vogue covered our, the launch of our brand. And I think that, was really huge and very surreal um, feeling. Mm -hmm. We were on Oprah's Favorite Things in Mm -hmm. 2018, um, which was a really amazing experience, not without its trials and tribulations, but um, it was pretty (laughs) very cool thing to be a part of. And I think Um, like, you know, honestly, my favorite moments are when I see someone I don't know with one of our bags. I actually think that's the most exciting thing. yeah. I think when we first launched and it wasn't someone's cousin of a cousin of a cousin ordering a bag, <laughs> it was really exciting. Um, now we get, you know, order, you know, tons of orders every day and um, from people we don't know. And I, when I step back and think about it, I think that's a really cool thing that, you know, people are deciding to shop with us um, over other people. And it's, it's really exciting that we've, um, you know, even scratched the surface on, some strangers across the U.S. <laughs> Definitely. I'm sure the first time that you saw someone like walking down the street and had your bag that you don't know must have been just an amazing feeling. Um, yeah, so what I mean, are was... some of the biggest... Oh, go ahead. 
no, no, no. I was gonna say it was it was a it was a um a moment where I couldn't even I was like so excited I almost went up and said hello to the person. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would do that. I'd be like, did you know that's like a bag I designed? <laughs> yeah. Um that's amazing. So what have been some of your biggest challenges then, I guess? Oh, where to begin? Um, I, think, <laughs> I guess right you know, now it's probably a challenging time. Yeah, I you know there's things like right now, like the this pandemic, where there's so many challenges you would never ever would have accounted for, and um, you have to really think on your feet. And um, yeah, I, ha- I have to imagine this is sort of our largest. This is definitely yeah, definitely been our uh, largest challenge. You know, a huge portion of our business is is selling to stores and stores are closed Mm -hmm. right now, which, you know, as they should be, but um, trying to figure that out and gravitate more people towards our website, which is always the goal, but to try and have to do it immediately um, was hard, but um, we're, you know, using the consumer base that we already have um, to do that and help, help grow organically. Um, But there's lots of challenges with a small business. Um, You know, we're a small team of, three or four. And so maintaining this, just the three, you know, the four of us is, um, it's a lot of work, but, um, we, you know, figure it out every day and little things come up and we always, um, find plan B and plan C. (laughs) I love finding plan B. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. (laughs) You have to roll with the punches. Totally. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, can you tell us a little bit about your designs then? Where you get the inspiration from? Um, and I know on Instagram, you guys are really open about this. And I love that you'll share when you get a sample in um, and then kind of you wearing it throughout the day and what you like about it, what you might tweak. I think that's so smart. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, trying to be open and honest with the consumer is important and give advice and feedback and style tips is great. Mm-hmm. So where yeah. do you get then, uh, where do you start, you know, your design process? Um, I think both of us different places. Um, for me, a lot of okay. the inspiration comes from traveling. Um, I think both in time and location. Um, I feel like I spend a lot of time, I'm a big traveler. I spend a lot of time doing that, but I also spend a lot of time kind of looking into different books and texts and other things um, to try and find inspiration there um, from just different time periods and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, else? I think, um, you know, uh, we revert back to our, our parents a lot. They have very classic style um, and always invest mm-hmm. in um, quality over quantity. So we always kind of go back to my mom's closet to see if there's anything that's eventually come back into style. Um, and then, uh-huh. you know, we look through a lot of old, our, our parents love going to um, auctions and things like that. So looking at older yeah. pieces from that or older movies or um, lots of um, places like that. I love that. Those are all great places. Um, so what tips do you have for using social media um, for business? I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, um, they love to hear what other tips people are using and what advice they have. And I think you guys do really well on your social media. Yeah. Um, I think, um, you know, being um, open and honest with your consumer is really important. Um, I think that, um, you know, one of the biggest things that Neely and I try and do on 
maybe not a daily basis because being on Instagram stories every single day is really challenging. But I think as much as we can, we want to lift the veil on, you know, what's going on in our world and, and show, you know, our customer and the people that follow us, um, you know, both the really cool things and, but that there are also really hard, challenging things. Um, and that yeah. it's not just all, fun and games and easy. And, you know, I think a lot of people think that, um, not that they don't give you credit for starting your own company, but don't know the challenges to it and think that, oh, it's so cool. And you get to go to magazines and have tons of samples and, you know, make your own schedule. Um, And a lot of that's true, but um, there's also a lot of things that um, it's a ton more responsibility. And um, there's a lot of you know, issues you're dealing with every day that when you're working at a bigger company, you don't have to think about. Um, And Mm -hmm. there's days where we're in a warehouse all day, which has been a lot recently since we're doing our (laughs) shipping now. Um, But I think that um, there's a lot of things that people don't know about starting a business and we really want to try and show that to them. That's great. No, I love that. You guys do a great job with that. Um, So what's one piece of advice that you wish that you had known when you started that you would give someone now today if they were starting a business? Um, I think, you know, I think it's, I don't know. There's so many. It's so funny because when you you start, you, and granted, we started very young, but um, Uh I, I can't even begin to explain how much I didn't know when we started the business. Yeah. Um, so maybe much. find a mentor then? Yeah. Would you say? Yes. It's hard because I think a mentor, we had mentors. It wasn't, it wasn't, uh-huh. people can tell you as much as you want to know and as much as you ask before you start. Um, yeah. But you're just going to have to always roll with the punches and learn as you go. Um, I think okay. my biggest piece of advice probably would be to be, just know you're going to have to be super flexible with everything that you do. Okay. Um, and that's really hard for me. I'm a very structured regimented person <laughs> and I do not yeah. like when plans shift. Um, so, and they pretty much always do. So you pretty much mm-hmm. need to be happy with your plan B, plan C, plan D, as I mentioned before. Um, and so just, yeah. just, just learn to be okay with that and learn to know that it, it might not always go the direction you thought it would, but it'll work out. And I think a lot of times it's ends up being better that way. I mean, there's a lot of things, especially in the context of what's happened in the inside of the last two months in the world. There's a lot of things that we had wished had that maybe didn't pan out or did pan or panned out differently Mm -hmm. than we expected before it happened. And ultimately it's ended up being a positive for us here. Um, Like we, we have our own warehouse down in Philadelphia that we manage ourselves and we had not, that was not the original plan and that was not what we thought was going to be the best thing. And it's really what's sort of been a, it's been a, it's a blessing in disguise in the yeah. last two months. It's been the only way we've been able to keep things going. Um, and so, you know, you don't always really see it when it happens, but oftentimes these things work out for a reason. No, those are great pieces of advice. I feel like, you know, lots of entrepreneurs, they wish things would go a certain way. And then when it doesn't, you might get discouraged, but always be ready with another plan. And sometimes that plan ends up being even better um, than your original. So I think that's really, really great advice. 
Um, all right. Who is the Neely and Chloe girl? If you like could dream up someone to wear, you know, your bag or shoes, who would that person be? It could be dead or alive or, you know, maybe a model, maybe an influencer, maybe a celebrity or a royal. So naming one, naming one person. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Your dream person, uh, each of you. <laughs> oh my God. That's hard. Um, our dream, my dream girl. Mine would probably be, um, probably like Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like she's it so is so funny. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Everyone that I ask that question, everyone I ask that question to says that. Every single really? podcast, I swear, oh, there might have been only know. one that hasn't said that. She's yeah, just so I'm, like the it girl right now. And it's not even about her being like in the know or anything like that. But I, I just feel like she's very grounded. Uh, she seems like a great yeah. mom and just stays kind of out of the controversial media side of things and just like does her own thing and is smart and uh, confident. And I think um, she just seems like she's like a, an all around great person. And I think, you know, our consumer, you know, ranges from age 18 up to 50, 60, 70. And I think yeah. she seems like she'd be, you know, smack dab in the middle of that and a great, a great mm-hmm. Neil and Chloe girl. Um, I, maybe Catherine Deneuve. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. We always Ooh. love her. That's another good one. Yeah. Very chic. Yeah. She's so chic. <laughs> yep. Those little bows. <laughs> I love that. That's so fun. Um, All right. So what's it like working with family? I feel like a lot of people probably ask you that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, Particularly challenging now. Since we're living together (laughs) as well. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, you know, Neely and I, I couldn't work with anyone else as my business partner. Um, It's almost like working alone, but with another person because you can just – we don't have to tiptoe around each other. We don't have to walk yeah, on <laughs> You know, she's like, I'm yes. going to make this. I'm like, no, that's ugly. And I <laughs> feel bad about it. Um, uh, so it, it's really great from a, a business, between the, the two of us from a business perspective, um, you know, we're sisters, so we fight, but we get in a fight yeah. and 10 minutes later, it's like, oh, we have this call. So we're pretty like, like, we uh, like I feel like our dynamic and our whole family is sort of this way. Our fiancés have had a lot of um, uh, thoughts about it since all nine of us have been living together for the last month and a half. But oh my gosh. You know, they were really like, um, they were like, it's, you guys are the most like, the your professional button pushers. And it's like a pretty combative group. So we, um, I think a lot of emotions on the sort of the, you wear it on your sleeve and and we have like a, we'll have like a little spat in one second. And then the next second it's like, okay, I got to go. I love you so much. I'll see you later. And so we're just sort of, <laughs> I love we're, we're, we wear it all out there. There's no, there's no sort of holding back or pretending you're feeling one way if you're feeling another. But I think that really allows us to yeah. be honest and open and ultimately end up with the best products and plans and um, um, things in place for the company. That sounds great. Sounds like, you know, you guys balance each other and um, you're a good duo. So let's talk about some fun questions now. Um, so which of you is the funny one, would you say? Chloe, I think. <laughs> I'm not very funny. <laughs> I Chloe, do you agree with that? Yeah. I, I, I guess. But yeah, I, I she's funnier. 
say that I'm crazy <laughs> funny, but I guess funny. I guess if you had to choose one of us, it would be me. Okay. Who always thinks they're right? Definitely Neely. Yeah, definitely me. Definitely. Me. Usually because I am. <laughs> I got my fiance and I got Neely a um, coffee mug for Christmas this year. What did it say? It said, I'm not. Oh, me and my fiance. I'm not yeah. arguing with you. I'm just telling you why I'm right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, hilarious okay. yeah you're right <laughs> <sighs> that's so funny all right who's the better cook chloe I think i'm a terrible cook but only because i'm learning from my fiance because he's a really good cook but okay. it's not that i don't sense. think it's natural to either one of us <laughs> all right who is more organized probably me yeah chloe yeah. I I have like okay. spurts of a crazy organization and then uh -huh. it goes totally out the window. <laughs> so, but I Got think it. from a consistency <laughs> perspective, it's probably Chloe. All right. Um, who's the most spontaneous between you two? Yeah, Def definitely me. Sure. Yeah. Really for sure. She's like planning trips and we'll leave in like a day and mm. I like it like, Oh my gosh. We'll book it like nine years in advance and like plan it <laughs> and yeah, definitely more Neely. That's so funny. Um, all right. How are you two similar or different, would you say? I would say we're very different. Our mm -hmm. we have a a very um the same group of friends and I think like from some, values perspective, we're very similar. Yeah. Like I think we prioritize the same okay. thing in our life and friendships and um, with people we surround ourselves with. But I think the way in which we like choose to lead our individual lives is, is somewhat different. Yeah. Um, we have a problem yeah. where we like always show up places in the same outfits. That's really a pain. Yeah. <laughs> it happens all the time. Like, it was better really when we funny. lived together. It was one thing because, you know, we'd show up in the living room and one of us, You'd we'd see. rock, paper, scissors yeah. to see who'd change. But now we show up at meetings it's like are you serious yeah <laughs> what is like, oh my God. do you guys just buy the same thing naturally or is it like one of you buys and like, the other one sees I think it's like, our, oh, like I a like lot that. of our style is so ingrained from growing up yeah so like um, you know yeah. a lot of it it's not the exact same shirt from a store but it's like oh jeans and we're wearing a striped t-shirt because and got it is like classic and easy and we have yep. each have like 27 striped t-shirts and that's what <laughs> always happens so we have similar style, but um, it's a lot of just like very clean classic pieces that we'll wear over and over again. And somehow we always choose to yep. wear them on the same day. <laughs> That's so funny. That makes sense though. Um, all right. So what's each of your favorite piece in the new collection? Ooh. I think mine's the travel tote. It's a new canvas tote with a crock embossed trim. Um, from our spring collection, I've been carrying it as my tote bag, and I love it. It's cool. so great and durable, and can fit a ton. How about you? Nina? That sounds like a I good work bag, graphic. or even yeah, it's a great work bag. It fits a laptop. It's great. Um, I think either in the um, mine is either the graphic frame, which is just like a really fun new top handle bag that we've got, um, or the Monday tote. I really, I think once I'm back to like a normal work schedule, I'm gonna get the Monday tote. It's great for like a laptop and just a few other things to take to and from work. I'm excited about that. I love that. Yeah. No, the new collection's gorgeous. I um I oh, love the colors and, love it. and the so crock. It's it. beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. really fun. Um all right, so what's next for Neely and Chloe the brand? Oh my gosh, so many things. Um I think, you know, a little 
bit of our future plans have been put on hold somewhat with Mm -hmm. all this going on. Um, But I think we have a lot of really exciting things um, to kind of connect the digital world with our, with our wholesale stores. Um, So that'll hopefully be happening within the next year or so. Um, And lots of new events and trunk shows and pop-ups and, and things like that. Fun collaborations. Missing anything? Uh, No, I think, yeah, I think we have lots of fun things in the pipeline, um, but we're just going to have to wait and see how the next couple months pan out to see Mm -hmm. when those will get the ball rolling there. Awesome. All right. So, last question Where can people find you? Like on social media, your website, all of that? Um, So, our website, just neilandchloe.com. It has all of our product up on there right now. We're running kind of a coronavirus type. We're calling it the stay-at-home sale. Um, so we have that on our website currently. Um, we're on Instagram, just at Neely and Chloe. And we also have Facebook. Um, you know, Neely and I have been getting on Instagram stories every Monday and Friday and doing and talking to the camera about different things that people have been asking about. So just be sure to follow along there. Awesome. All right. Well, thank yeah. you, ladies. Thank you so much. We really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast. And follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. 